Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions. Uh, right now, I am talking with a band. They are no stranger to KISW. They are no stranger to Loud and Local if we waited just like three more weeks, maybe a month and a half, we could probably do this in person, but you know what? We don't need to wait. The album's about to come out. Why it only in the wreckage silver bullet, the album highly anticipated record. I had it almost a year ago, probably. And I've been jamming it, but it's finally coming out. Congratulations guys. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for having us. We of appreciate course. it. Man. You did get that way in advance. I think you were the first person I gave like a teaser copy to. Yeah. yeah. So um, was the album recorded at all during the pandemic or was it done before? So technically it was during the pandemic. Uh, okay. The last four songs that we recorded for the record were it was a session that was rescheduled due to the pandemic. It was originally set for April. Um, and then we had to move it and I think it was, it wasn't until June or July, July, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. July that we were able to get in, but it honestly kind of worked out in our favor because we really had to put a little extra juice, a little extra stank and a little extra time into a couple of mm-hmm. tracks. It ended up being exactly what, it, uh, what they needed. You know, it was the extra time we had to work on. Yeah. Like, uh, Magna Carta was written, during the pandemic, like it had, we not postponed Magna Carta wouldn't have been on the record. Um, I recorded the vocals for crooked angels while I was sick with COVID-19. That was super, super cool. And we didn't find that out till later. So yeah, I bet that's, I bet that was really great to be able to like, have to try and yell and scream and sing with COVID. Yikes. It's wild. And it took a long time for my vocal cords to heal, but I was going to go back and re-record the vocals for that song, mm-hmm. but when you listen to it, you can hear how much I'm straining for the notes, yeah. and it sounds really cool, and it fits the vibe of the song a ton. We like to hear why it struggle. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so you guys have been busting your ass, releasing a ton of really cool videos, uh, and I'm on your YouTube right now, and I see, like, was it, like, five six music videos how many music videos in total have you done like seven off this record seven and these are not just like you know live studio band plays live like these are full-on stories like really well crafted um tell me a little bit about like the vision of going into uh the rollout of this album because you guys have been busting your asses thanks man well uh, what it came down to is we figured everybody else is on hold. Mm-hmm. Why don't we utilize the fact that we have a record that's pretty much done mm-hmm. and start just releasing content and totally pivot. Uh, and it really, I'm grateful that everybody was in to do that. So yeah. we really didn't take any time off during the pandemic. It was immediately like, okay, now we're going to present this song to the world. And how do we want to do that? And we basically, treated every single that we released like it was the album like like we put as much promotion behind every single as we would an entire album drop um 
And so I think people are probably finally sick of hearing from us. Um, like it's kind of been like constant year of wreckage. So, uh, I'm sure there are plenty of people who are stoked that the record's going to be out and they don't have to hear from us again for a minute. Album four is going to be called ad nausea. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you guys are very, uh, there's a lot of tongue in cheek jokes there, but, uh, I would say that these streams are, are evidence that people want more. You guys have been killing it as far as like your streams go with your singles and stuff. Has that been a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty cool thing to see your streams just blow up over the last, you know, couple months. Dude kind of catches us off guard a little bit. Yeah. You know, you're not really expecting it. You're expecting the numbers you're used to, you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, I mean, kind of a blessing in disguise, like COVID hit, like our bubble, kind of like COVID friendly bubble, safe bubble kind of formed like immediately mm-hmm. like, on the clad. And so we were able to like really meet every, every week like we normally would. Yep. And we didn't have shows to prep for. So we got to really put extra mind into this stuff. Yeah. It just Well, and the fact that everything has hit so massively is cool like obviously it's all relative like there are still a thousand bands who would look at like numbers we've done lately and be like oh that's cute but like for us as soon as swan song did a hundred thousand in a week yeah we were shocked yeah that was, that was baffling really yeah. uh because yeah like what i said like you look you look on spotify and you see that sporty spice who hasn't had a hit since 1999 still has four million monthly streams uh, but but if you compare yourself to yourself, you guys yeah. are making crazy progress. Oh yeah, oh man, it's kick, we're kicking butt. I feel, I feel we're all happy with it, and it's motivating us to not stop anytime soon. Yeah, like you know? it, it's really cool perspective that like uh, Welcome to Seattle was the thing that everybody was like, oh, you'll never outdo that. That's that's your like crown jewel. It'll you'll chase that forever. And everything we've released off this record so far has like by far and large, absolutely demolished. (laughs) Um, You're like, ha, that's cute. (laughs) It's, it's cool, dude. Like it's, we're super grateful for it. And the fact that people give a damn what we do is still. (laughs) Well, so, so the album again is called silver bullet and it's coming out on a label called fuzzy rump records. Tell me a little bit about fuzzy rump records. Is that, What's Go, ahead. Go ahead. As our representative from our own imprint record. Yeah, oh, so is it is it DIY thing then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Mr. Branchon, Mr. Rob Brennan over here. Mr. <laughs> Fuzzy Rob. So he's the A and R CEO, CFO, all of it. Okay, cool. All of our mortal souls and our firstborn children. He's our our employer. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he's uh. Yeah, it, it was also a great way to stick it to the tax man because what's more rock and roll than that? Yeah. <laughs> if Nickelback can have their own label, I mean, we can have our own label. Absolutely. I always figured, you know, if you get audited or something, what better way than have the person on the other line have to say Fuzzy Rump Records? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, like no. it. Yeah. Like, what's the company again? <laughs> no. Yeah. So that answers the question. It wasn't hard to get signed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had my dad's to be honest. I mean, you know, I've kind of known these guys over a couple of years, but I think, you know, it might be onto something. They're worth, they're worth signing. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> it, it was just a, a means to an end. We, we were uh, pre pandemic. We were in talks with a label that sure. we all really liked growing up that signed a lot of our favorite bands growing up. And then the pandemic hit and those conversations rolled right back. Sure. Uh, so yeah, we decided we can either hold on to the record and do nothing and have no funding, or we can just fund it all ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and create your uh, own timeline. Yeah. 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 And I think it's worked out really well. Yeah. We, and we were lucky too, like, uh, fortunate that I mean, during the pandemic, all each of us was still able to work. Yeah. So, um, which isn't the same for everybody, unfortunately, but we were lucky and, and that kind of helped us out. And, uh, yeah. No, I want to say fuzzy rump records. <laughs> say it. <laughs> uh, okay. Things too with the pandemic has, uh, in a weird way, it's actually presented a lot of creative opportunity. You know, when we returned to the stage in April, uh, it's really cool working with uh, Tony V, for example. 
we handled all the ticketing ourselves in-house. Yep. It was all contactless. And, and for the people that didn't uh, feel comfortable coming out to the show, mm-hmm. they were actually able to contribute to the venue or to the band individually. And you know, up to like two-thirds of our uh, audience actually went that route as well, which was really awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the scene is eager to support, and everyone out there is, is dying for that creative outlet that we've missed so much, you know, and, and to share those moments with each other that, you know, it's cool to see them really step up in a time that the scene really needs them to bounce back from anything that is kind of been put on hold, you know? Absolutely. All right. I'm going to direct this question to Kyle in the back. So Kyle, we haven't heard much from you. So Kyle, uh, bring us back to the first show back. You guys go on Tony V's. What was that feeling like after a year of not being able to grace the stage of finally being able to come back on stage. So that was the first show we played in a year with an audience because we'd done two live streams during the pandemic. Yep. And those those live streams had, you know, the average nervousness, pre-show jitters. Mm-hmm. I remember being on stage at Tony's in this April while we had hung up a massive 20-foot banner in front to do a curtain drop for our first song. Me and Wyatt are standing right back there, just staring at each other in the face, visibly shaking. Just, oh my, oh my God, we're about to play a show to people. This is the, are you, are you ready? Are you ready? I'm not ready. Are you ready? No. It was, honestly, it was nerve wracking. But about two songs in, maybe one song in, it just, it started flowing and the machine started being oiled and everything started working out perfectly. It's basically like losing your virginity. To sum it up, yeah, it was it was like losing the losing the stage virginity all over again. But it was a blast. And before it's it's nervous, you know, you do all this prep work and you hope it's going to go okay, and you hope all the COVID precautions are met and everything is enforced so that everybody feels comfortable and safe and is willing to come out again. Yeah. And with that all on top of getting ready for the show and building up everything and making sure everybody is synced and everything mm-hmm. and. I'm just happy that everything went off without a hitch. Yeah. Now we're able to do another one. Yeah. It must've uh, felt like being a kid again, like just like the first, you know, real, just like joy and love came back. I mean, I'm not saying it ever went anywhere, but you guys get into a, you know, a groove of playing shows. It's your job, but then you, you know, you're away from it for so long you come back and I'm just assuming I'm not a musician myself, but I'm assuming it just feels you know, just that reinvigorated, just uh, love of it. It must've been so awesome. Yeah, it was it, for me personally. It kind of felt like riding a bike, like again, you know, learning how to ride it again. You just kind of sure. feel like you're going to fall at first. Yeah. And then it's just all, all smooth downhill from there. And yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was just love and fun and just jamming with my guys again. It was, it yeah. was amazing. And I think too, just having the people having a great time, hollering yep. at you in the crowd, man. But you know, it's really weird when we did the live streams, right? Because you play the song, it ends in dead silence, which was a little bit yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the cardboard cutouts were semi loud, yeah, which was weird. <laughs> <laughs> the first first show we played, they put up like cardboard fans up front <laughs> giving the horns <laughs> and yeah. like, high fiving us and stuff. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was fun at the time to like make fun of it. Sure. You know, to have fun, have fun with it, I should say. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's uh, like having it. people there again. That was, that's really what it was about. It was weird though. Having everybody sit. That was the odd part. That, that Yeah. That's what I'm excited for is that as restrictions lift more, being able to have a crowd actually bounce or yeah. mosh or, uh, you know, push each other around a little bit or, or even just stand for that matter. Yeah. Right. Uh, that that's, I think going to feel even better. So it's cool. Cause it just, there's more and more to look forward to, which is really awesome. Pretty soon. We're going to have to test these vaccines out, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> we're going to have well, to test them out and really it's going to come down to it. And like, you know, once people are comfortable, you know, and more people are vaccinated and comfortable, then we can go and, without our masks and without our social distancing, you know, and, and test these vaccines out, you know, and like go to a concert and 
Yeah, play seven minutes in heaven. Yeah. Oh, wow. You spit on each other and yeah. yeah, exactly. and yeah. Share Mark, the venue microphones with the other bands. And yeah. 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 Mark my words, Kevin. You and I will mosh together at like a hate breed show. Again. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. Hey, uh, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. So you guys have always been, you know, uh, like champions of the local scene, even from that song, welcome to Seattle. This has been a really hard, rough time for local venues, this, you know, and, and the local scene and stuff. What do you guys, what is your prediction coming out of this? And how do you guys feel about the, the local scene as we're coming out of this COVID-19 thing? It's a tricky question. Um, I, I think that there are some bands who have stayed active through this mm -hmm. and, and just vigilant and on it and, and killing it. And then I think there are bands who also utilize this opportunity to woodshed and to create a bunch of new material. So my optimistic hope is that at least from a musical standpoint, we're going to be looking at like a new renaissance yeah. about a year from now of just, you know, I, I know we kind of beat people to the punch on this one, but a year from now, every band that was locked inside is going to put out that record that they made. Yep. And it's painful and beautiful and great. And yep. I, I look forward to that. Uh, the venues are going to have a tougher time, but I think what it's going to take honestly is a lot of bands who used to be Saturday night bands swallowing their pride and going and helping out smaller venues on a Wednesday night mm -hmm. and be like, Hey, we're going to throw a kick-ass rock show on a Wednesday night and bring you guys uh, everything we got. I, I think that's, that's how we work together to move forward. I think. Cool. Buzz lot. I mean, lost breeds, like people get determined to rebuild, you know, mm -hmm. like, like if it's not the same, it's going to be something maybe new, newer and better and yep. something that maybe we needed as a community, musical community that we haven't had. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think it just, it's, it's positive is that there's now an opportunity for us to make it what we want it to be. Cool. Yeah. Well, before we go into a couple songs, um, you know, that personally, there's been a lot of really ad like a ton of adversity in these la this last year and, and couple months, but there's be also been a lot of positive, uh, in our, all of our personal lives. I know yeah. going around the room let's start with you, Rob, what's one positive thing that's happened in your personal life, aside from the band within the last year and a couple months. I think for me, the biggest thing has been, uh, you know, really getting to have a chance to have more of a focus on intentional time. Mm -hmm. You know, when, whether it comes to, you know, creating with the band or, you know, work or even just personal hobbies and stuff, just thinking about like, you know, you never really know what tomorrow's going to bring. So yeah. take what you can today and, you know, does it make sense to work eight hours straight? Maybe uh, in some cases it does. I feel uh, thankful that luckily a lot of what I get to do is more on the consulting side. So. Sure kind of gives me a little extra window to really space things out and just look at life differently. Like why mm -hmm. think back to the traditional ways of working, for example. Um, but also at the same time too, really seeing, you know, for me personally, wanting to go out there and figure out, you know, what are some good ways you can help people? Even if it's like, you know, take somebody out for a sandwich or whatever. And, yeah. You know, minutes just have a laugh or something like that kind of stuff really just, you know, feels like it means a lot more. Absolutely, man. The little things. Wyatt, what about you, man? Man, honestly, I, uh, I'm, I'm just grateful for where I'm at right now. I, I think anybody who kind of followed our band and followed the making of this record knew that when we first started making this record, I wasn't in a good place in yeah. any aspect of my life and I was having a really hard time. And through therapy and love and support of the people around me. Um, and you know, my son and my beautiful wife and mm -hmm. all of that, like, I really was able to, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, get my together and yeah. be really wildly happy in life. So it's kind of interesting because as we close this chapter and release this into the world, it's such a dark record and 
being on the other side of it, it means so much more to me because I'm not in the middle of it anymore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, over the last year, learning how to be truly, deeply happy is is something that I'm really grateful for, man. I don't want to pry too much in your personal stuff or anything, but I, I have to ask, uh, do you think that this reset and like, you know, maybe being away from the grind of being shows, shows, shows and everything and like allowing yourself some space, does that, has that helped you? I mean, kind of, kind of helped you like yeah, work on your, luckily, uh, I mean, I had gotten into therapy and kind of figured my out before the pandemic. Cool. Hit. Cool. But, uh, I think by not having the distraction of the constant hustle mm-hmm. and the constant, okay, we're going here on this date and here on this date and everything is a moving piece constantly. I think it gave me a chance to approach everything we did with this record, whether it's the music videos or the messaging or anything like that, uh, or the outreach to fans with such a deeper level of gratitude and clarity. And I think that that's really the importance. So like, uh, I, I think, whereas, you know, when you, uh, we did an interview with you and welcome to Seattle came out, I think we we're all really burned out around then. Cause sure. we were just hustle, hustle, hustle all the time. Yeah. And now it, everything is very, uh, from a place of positivity. And I feel like you can feel that in the room. Like we're never not smiling and laughing when yeah. we're with each other. Cause I think we're all grateful for this. So yeah, uh, long story short. Yeah. I, I think the pandemic helped reset a lot of the way I view what we do and the importance of what we do. Awesome. Kyle, what about you, man? What's one positive like thing that you are, uh, you know, stoked about that's happened in your life in the past year and a couple months? Um, well, there's, there, honestly, there's, a, there's a bunch. There, there's a, there's a lot of really Great. positive things, but I'll kind of pinpoint down to, uh, generosity. Um, that's something I'm really grateful for because actually when the pandemic hit, I like, I got furloughed for mm-hmm. a few weeks, which is fine, but it was great in that moment because I was able to give my time back to my family yeah. and those I cared about. And then those in need as well, who like needed assistance for whatever, whether it was helping move something or whatever, you know, needed, yeah. needed 20, 50 bucks, something to help them along. I was able to be gener- more generous throughout that time. And it kind of re- made me reassess what I'd done throughout the last few years of my life and stuff and where I was going, where I wanted to be, how I want, how I wanted to be, how I wanted yeah. to act and not even how I was perceived by anybody, just how I could look at myself in the mirror and go, I feel good about what I did. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the only person I have to answer to at the end of the day, you know, I'm the only person I stare at in the mirror. And being able to be be giving my family more of my attention and my time and my mm-hmm. like undivided attention was huge. We were we were able to spend more time together, do things, go places, and just spend time doing stuff. Yeah, with each other, that was fantastic. <clears throat> but then just helping helping out others who needed who who weren't even necessarily asking for help, but they needed it, and just being there to be a hand for when they asked was honestly, it was one of the greatest things. I feel, I feel like 2020 was a great year. I was like, okay, it sounds really weird, but all things aside, totally understand. I'm like, there with you. Like I'm it was personally. because I was able to reassess everything that I had done wrong so that I could redo and change to where I could yeah. move forward going the right direction. Mm-hmm. It was a total reset and it was like, wipe the slate clean and just start new kind of thing. Yep. And Malcolm. Oh, uh, I just, I had a daughter. I didn't have a daughter. My wife, my wife had her daughter. Congratulations. Yeah. And, uh, that's, that's easily the best thing that came out of this year. And it's uh, pandemic baby. Pandemic baby. I mean, it's funny when you both get laid off and you're stuck home for five months in a one bedroom apartment, you're going to have a kid. (laughs) And uh, there's so many rooms you can go into and things you can do, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you get past the time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. Just, my daughter just brought a whole new light into my life and a whole new motivation and a whole new fire. And 
anything I do, I'm doing because I just want to give her an interesting story to tell. Yeah. You know? That's so, awesome. That's easily the best thing that came out of this year. Well, uh, I appreciate y'all, you guys, you know, kind of giving me a little, uh, you know, kind of light into what this last year has been like, uh, not just for the band, but for you guys personally. So, uh, we are going to go into some of the music though. Again, the album is called silver bullet and it is available this Friday. Is that right? Hell yeah. This June Friday. 4th. So, uh, and, uh, you can stream it, uh, are there, uh, physical copies available for pre-order order yeah. or stuff like that. Yeah. So you can get physical copies on our website, which is W O A T W.com. Um, Physical copies also at the merch booth and all that good stuff uh, at upcoming events. Uh, and then other than that, just digital retailers. Tell me about Swan Song and Drag the Waters, guys. Oh, man. Uh, what, I mean, what do you want to know? I mean, Drag the Waters is, is a murky adventure into the unknown. <laughs> you know, it is literally a... Uh, I mean, it's, it's... Well, that's what, it, that's what I wanted to hear. Like, like, like that's an explanation like, straight out of the course it's like the truth i try so hard to hide you know and it's it's there's sometimes this this part of us that we maybe get lost in project out or at least is what it is what it is to me mm -hmm. you know and uh i don't know i feel like uh it's one of the first times that we really invited at least uh since i've been a part of the band it was one of the first times we welcomed people into our darkness a little bit. Okay. You know, in, in a kind of a newer way. Maybe one that they share and can understand. Relate to. Yeah. Um, so you, you said Swan Song and Drag. Uh, yeah, we're going to play Swan Song and then Drag the Waters. That was just, you know, just give me an idea of, of the uh, VH1 behind the music. I'll give you the boldly honest answer. Sure. Um, a big theme that was involved with this record is that I have struggled with my mental health and depression for the majority of my life since I was an adolescent mm -hmm. and uh, some very tumultuous, awful stuff happened. And uh, long story short, uh, I made this active decision that I was not going to end my own life. And Swan Song was me sitting there writing myself a letter to carry on. Wow. And it was the advice I was giving myself when I had a clearer head. Yeah. Um, so I wrote Swan Song almost four years ago. Uh, it was written like right after Welcome to Seattle came out. Yeah. Um, and so that was like kind of my turning point. So, uh, of me getting my head into a better place. Uh, so Swan Song is to date the most important piece of music to me that we've ever created just cause it's so visceral and honest. And it's just, it comes from like that darkest place that you could possibly go. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak for the listeners now. And, and I'm sure there's tons of people that are listening and that have been there where, where you're talking about now, but we're so happy that you didn't make that decision and you're still here and you're able to sing about it and, and share that. To, that's amazing that you made it to the other side and you're feeling so much better and healthier oh, and happier. I, I appreciate that. It's, it's one of those things where I think it's important to talk about because I think yeah. that we all, struggle uh and you know it, it's a big part of why we released the music video for it and yeah. we thought that it'd probably be pretty controversial because it's it does not tap dance around the issue it's yeah. very much a gritty story about suicide and choices and, and it's not glorifying it and it's you know, just being real and honest yeah and we weren't sure if the general public would understand the message behind it sure. and then we were shocked that everybody uh, every person that talked to us or was in a comment thread had something positive to say about it Good. and a message from it that was very accurate like we didn't really run into any controversy or any weirdness um we also anybody who bought it on any platform for the remainder of that month we donated that to uh the uh uh 
national suicide prevention lifeline. So yeah, it was kind of our opportunity to give something back on that. Um, but I'm really glad that it was super well received. All right. Well, I'm so glad that you guys were able to share this and that we can get uh, behind the music. So here's Swan Song and Drag the Waters, brand new music by White Only on the Wreckage, Silver Bullet, available this Friday. It's Loud Local, Stay Home Sessions.
Waters and Swan Song, brand new music by Wyatt Only and the Wreckage, Silver Bullet, available via Fuzzy Rump Records this Friday. Uh, and this is Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions, uh, Wyatt Only and the Wreckage. Uh, there, I'm assuming you guys got big plans coming up, right? The world's opening up. I'm sure you guys are going to, you have stuff planned that you can't share with us. There, there, there are a few things. There are a few things. Let's. Let's just say uh, people who listen to us who don't live in Seattle will see more of us. So that's going to be fun. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Well, that's good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked that, you know, there's going to be a return and a re-energization, re-vitalization of music scene. I feel like it's just going to be uh, just this insane a return in like a way that we, I don't know. At least that's what I hope. City Renaissance. A Renaissance. It's exactly the word I was brain farting. Thank you very much. (laughs) A Renaissance. Yes. Rain city Renaissance. All right, guys. So this has been, uh, you know, a hell of a year, both good and definitely crushingly bad. Uh, the, the pandemic it's brought so much, adversity to us but uh there's also been a lot of good music um that we both you know has been released or that we've rediscovered um or that we just you know go back to like an old favorite uh whether it be you know turn the news on and there's negativity out there or you know the raging pandemic imagine you're having a day and it's not that hard to imagine (laughs) what's an album or an artist that has gotten you through this Oh man, uh, yeah. Maybe that guy. I got I got two quick ones. Yeah. One's been a uh, it's been kicking some butt on their own. Uh, featured in I think in the new Dave Grohl documentary. They're called Radkey. Yes. Uh, a new record, uh, uh, a release called The Green Room, mm-hmm. and it's been kicking some butt. And uh, I just uh, they're, they're super punky and energetic, and, and just kind of get it. Take really take me out of like whatever like my head is stuck circling around at that yeah. time it kind of lets me just lock into something that's just like raw and fun and and pure you know uh and that and then uh howard jones from kill switch or formerly mm-hmm. of kill switch engage his group uh light the torch yeah it's been, uh 
uh, one that I've been blasting. Uh, the record Revival uh, came out a couple of years back. and Man, it's just been a year of, of ups and downs and like extreme ups and and funky downs, you know, and uh, that that record got me through all of them. So. And has Baby Shark gotten your daughter through it? Oh, um, you know, my man, she is uh, five months old on the fourth. We have not gotten to the Baby Shark yet. Okay. It's okay. Fun, but we've been doing a lot of the Fugees. Oh. Uh, a lot of Sade, you know, trying to wow. show strong, strong women musicians and women talent. Yeah, uh, that's as awesome. As well as uh, a little bit of Huey Lewis in the news when I can sneak it in. <laughs> that's awesome. Because the heart of rock and roll is still is yes. so <laughs> I need yeah. new drug. Yes, uh, hell yeah. Kyle, what about you, man? I'm going to also be that guy, and I got two. One <laughs> local, which was went back and rediscovered The Bright Side of Dim by the mothership because yeah. that there, there were a few key songs on that record that years ago meant the world to me. And then during the pandemic, I was like, I, I need to listen to this again, listen to that whole record again. And I can't, I honestly, I can't stop putting it on. It's fantastic. Easy and a little birdie said there's new 10 miles wide on the way. So exactly. I know. I can't be that much more excited. Yeah. Um, and then national wise, I went back and rediscovered Coheed and Cambria's uh, Ascension and Dissension. Cool. Uh, part record. That thing, that, that got me off the edge of the cliff multiple times. So that, that entire album is fantastic. Nice. Uh, I will always champion this record because I think it's fantastic. Um, if you enjoy uh, records, much like our new record, uh, that are about making it through trauma and finding new uh, reasons to live and appreciate life, Holy Hell by Architects is, in yeah. my estimation, one of the best heavy records of the last decade. It's mm -hmm. so good and so painful. And every time I listen to it, thousands of times through i still get chills it's yeah. so all right i like i thought you were gonna say miley cyrus or machine gun kelly bro i'm just gonna put this out there miley cyrus released a banger of an album last year and i think it kind of outdid every heavy day last okay. year okay all right no good yeah uh, what he's saying is interviews over <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Miley Cyrus did great, and I've also liked Machine Gun Kelly for like ten years. So yeah. Dude, I'm working with Miley and Taylor Swift. Like, oh, yep, yeah, yeah. Yep. Team Swift, right yeah. here. That was also last year. Wreckage is this year. <laughs> Move over, MGK. Rob, what about you, man? Well, there's actually, uh, I guess I'm going to be a, that guy too. Yeah, we're, we're these guys. I'm the only one who wasn't a dick. <laughs> you, you actually championed three. Oh, I've got two pairs actually. Let's do so it. The first is, uh, believe it or not, most of uh, it's a strong part of my musical influence is really tied into jam bands like the Grateful Dead and Fish. Yeah. So people go back and see videos like well before I was even uh, conceived or attempted to be conceived several times and then finally made it through. <laughs> it's kind of cool just going back and watching the old like. Just seeing people have fun, just being out at the festivals and, you know, the drumming and their artistic expression. Yeah. And then it also made me think back to, uh, you know, I guess tying this back into Drag the Waters. I lost my dad in uh, 2012 to suicide, even though officially it was an unattended uh, drowning. So it really had a deep meaning to me of like, yeah. you know, really just looking kind of below the surface and, uh, you know, just really finding something special, even like, you know, share one decision was kind of unfortunate, but uh, getting to just appreciate the bigger whole really, you know, maybe just kind of enjoy that moment in a weird sense. And yeah. going back to two of my favorite uh, albums as a young kid, I remember, you know, growing up in Northwest Ohio, had my first uh, $10, you know, from allowance or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I remember buying my first uh, heavy metal albums. And I was looking at that, and I picked up uh, Def Leppard's Hysteria. Nice. Okay. Destruction. Yeah. And I remember going to my mom and say, am I going to go to hell because I'm listening to this? <laughs> the answer is yes. 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 We'll be there with you. Well, not yes. just not just because you're listening to this, but also you are listening to this and you are going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I think, you know, when you look back at the um, 
especially like opening to Paradise City for the music video, like just the stadium crowds and yeah. you know the drums kicking it off was really something cool. And I hear Rick Allen did some naughty things with his prosthetic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like it, man. I'm glad you guys were able to share some of this, some of this music that got you through the year and everything. Um, you know, uh, the album's coming out this Friday. Um, obviously, uh, we would love to support you guys. What's the best way that we can support you guys during this time when we can't necessarily go up and, you know, mosh to your songs in person or whatever. What's the best way to support you guys right now today? I do our website, woatw.com. Pre-order the album. Drops on Friday. Well, you can either get a digital download or you can get the physical copy. Yep. We even will do a signed copy for you. I think it's like an extra 10 bucks or something. We also have hot sauces out. Hot sauce. We have two different hot sauces two made from a local guy up in Everett. Hot cool. sauce crew. Hot sauce crew. This is fantastic hot sauces. And I've known him for years. And uh, we started a collab last year. And... Came out with Binge, which is a spicy garlic verde, and then Helen Back, which is a kind of a sweet heat honey habanero. Nice. And that's a, that's the best way if you want to support us. We love you for it. Here's some good stuff for you. One other way, though, if uh, anybody the out there, yeah, uh, if anybody out there is down, uh, if you're down to buy our record on release week, like especially release day through like iTunes or Amazon or anything like that. That really does make a huge difference, especially because, you know, in this new era of how to calculate streams and everything, like how cool would it be if we could chart on billboard? And I don't even think we're that far. I don't think it's that much of a pipe dream at this point. I think it's doable. So if everybody out there could please, uh, Snag a copy of the record through a digital retailer. That would make all the world difference in the world. So then don't go to our website. Buy them from the digital retailer. That's the best avenue. Although we do have the really cool thing with this album in particular was this was the first time we actually did a booklet on the inside. Mm. So there really is like something special about owning this physical. Oh yeah, the packaging is ball. Yeah, I think ultimately what they're saying is come to our show on June 11th. And Tony V's, okay? And you have a physical yeah. copy to go with your digital one you bought that morning. So is that the official, like, record release show then? <laughs> is that the official record release show? Uh, yeah, the 11th, we're going back to Tony V's. Awesome. Uh, and we're bringing Glenn Cannon and the Damage Done to play uh, support on that. Uh, and we're going to bring out some fun guests during our set. It's Killer. Be a- yeah, it's awesome. Gonna be awesome. And, uh, yeah, man, it's good. it's kind of sentimental because it's almost to the date one year from when we planned our first album release pre-COVID. We had an album release planned last June. It was ready to drop, ready to be the event of events that we were hoping for, and and now we finally get to do it. So it's a little ceremonious, and we're ready to shake our genitals, you know. Yes, shake each other's genitals. That would be an extra part of the video, the extra part of the performance. Well, and if you buy a copy of the album, you can shake that from too. I mean, we all got vaccinated. Why not? You shake it yourself. Exactly. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for, for doing this. We're going to go into Magna Carta and War Within. Uh, before we do, why don't you break these down? Oh, man. What that cool? encapsulated Magna Carta. You know, Magna Carta wasn't even, wasn't even on the radar for the record uh, originally. And then because of... Uh, the world being locked down, our tour being canceled, people uh, losing their jobs, pe- people losing their jobs uh, and their minds, and their minds, and we're all trying to have, figure it out and and go from you know, being productive and seeing each other every week and doing the thing to okay, what do we do? What are we able to do? Yep. You know, and and what we were able to do was write this tune, and and it, I don't know, I think it encapsulates really just our struggle to to keep it together through all this, you know, and then really soldier ahead and, and hope that we survive the night, you know? Yeah. And war within was just kind of this perfect way to set the stage for what we were going to address on the record. And just kind of this like embodiment of darkness that we all fight and this, uh, refusal to give in to darkness and just, 
always ready to wage war against it. And that kind of became the mantra of this, like that opening tagline and the fact that the, the first lyric of the entire record is let's wage war. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I believe in it a lot. Um, and when we, it, it was funny, we were trying to pick singles for the record and mm-hmm. we sent a copy to Ryan Castle and mm-hmm. <laughs> Ryan Castle was like, so your record's pretty good. Uh, I think War Within is the best song your band's ever done. You should forget everything else you've ever done. <laughs> and I was like, that's the best advice ever. I love it. He was wow. like, that song is the song. So we immediately um, decided to make that the next release. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. So, so thanks, Ryan Castle, because right. other people super really like it. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's right. cool, too, because uh, Ryan Ely and Hemp Films shot the video for us. Yeah. What the video is about, it's about our desire to die on film. Uh, <laughs> I think we all did a great job. I get to shoot Malcolm in the face. It was great. Yeah. Um, and I finally got to knock Wyatt the teeth. Yeah. Nice. I was, yeah. In my face. Yeah. Uh, fun great. fact for everybody uh, who watches the music video for War Within. Uh, while we were filming it, Kyle knocked out half of my front tooth. Uh, and so I got to get, uh, lovely crowns on my front teeth. Nice. So, thanks to Kyle for beating my face in with a rock. I just helped him get what he already needed. Yeah. Yes. There you go. I didn't get shot in the face for real. <laughs> a little nudge. Your elbow to my head, but that was afterwards. Yeah. That was, it was deserved. It was deserved. It was payback. Yeah. Here it is. Magna Carta and War Within. Brand new music by Wyatt Only in the Wreckage. Silver Bullet available on Friday. Pre-order it by the album on release day. Let's get them as much support as we can. Represent the Northwest and 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 represent and support our hometown boys. Wyatt Only in the Wreckage. Thanks, guys. We love you, Kevin. Thanks, you guys.
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.